Thanks for checking in on this podcast. You are about to hear an inspirational teaching from Caris Ministries. If God has used this ministry to bless you in any way, please take a moment and write to us at amenatcaris.org. We are always inspired and blessed to hear how God is blessing people all over the world through what he is doing here at Caris. Also, if you would like to support this ministry financially, you can do so online at caris.org so we can continue making podcasts such as this available free of charge. Speak to us for the mountains to come down. Speak to us and show us your glory. Speak to us and bring healing. Speak to us and turn situations around. We thank you in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Quickly, I want to talk today by God's grace about the works of faith. The works of faith. Most of us have not been helped in a lot of ways at, at all. I will explain what I mean. It's like a soldier. Bible says no soldier goes to war at his own expense. Like a soldier who has been sent to the battlefield to go and fight with people using machine guns and they give you sword to go and fight. You are ill-equipped. Most of us, for some reason, as, you are, as you're growing up in life, you have been informed and you have been made aware that there is God. And God is all-powerful. And God can help. But what you have not been taught is how to access the help of God. And as I normally say, Every day is God's day. It becomes your day when you believe. As I've been saying, it doesn't take time. It does not take time. It takes God. I can't hear you. It does not take time. It takes God. Tap someone and tell the person, God is here. I mean, there are times you go through some terrible situations in life and it looks as if it's over. Monday, they said cancer is back, radical, in the bones. Between Monday and Wednesday, within uh, 48 hours, within 48 hours, the story was different. Wednesday, they said no, there's no cancer at all. Why? Because prayer had gone on on the behalf of somebody. I've seen people who have come to the brink of divorce. But God turned everything around. People who doctors have told you cannot give birth. There's no way. If If you're talking about Mothers, forget about yourself or possibility of having a child for God, forget about you. You are not part of those people. And yet, God made a way. Bible makes us to understand that faith 
is the substance of things hoped for and the evidence of things not seen. And that by faith, Hebrews chapter 11, verse 2, by faith, the elders obtained a good report. They obtained some translations, say they obtained a good testimony. Testimony. And so, like the ladies and the gentlemen who stood here a few moments ago and testified to us, faith said they are already, the Bible says there are people in the Bible who have stood in the witness box, witness box and have testified. So he says, by faith, Abel, say Abel, Abel. Hebrews chapter 11, verse 4, by faith, Abel offered a more excellent sacrifice. And then in verse 5 says that by faith, Enoch was translated. And then he chipped in, he says that, why was he translated before? Because before he was taken, he had the testimony. He had a witness, God witnessed, testified. He said he had the testimony that he pleased God. Then verse 6 said, no, but without faith, you can't please God. So actually, it was faith as work that made him please God. And God said, you please me so much, I want you all myself. Then verse 7 said, by faith, no one. No one, when he was instructed, he moved. Verse 8 says, by faith, Abraham. So you can, you can see we have Enoch and we have Noah, verse 7. Verse 8, we have Abraham, who we know in the scriptures as the father of faith. Abraham. And then verse 11, said, I like it. He said, by faith, Sarah herself. Oh, this one, my husband. My husband. Okay. God, pro- God promised my husband. You see, you know anything that happens to the husband invariably means that it's impacted. All right, let me put it this way. If a husband is looking for a child, all right, if a husband is looking for a child and the wife gives birth, who has got the answer? So a a husband can have a child and the wife says, no, it's not mine. I I, still need my testimony. Do you understand what I'm saying? But so by faith, Abraham could dare believe God. But Bible said that Sarah herself also because for, to give birth is one thing, yes. or to, to believe God for a child, for your wife is one thing, but for your child to be in the position, strength, it takes strength. If you are old, Sarah was old, so she knew that she should have been counted out. Yeah. Yeah. She, she, she's out. Bible says that in Hebrews chapter 11, verse 11, nice text to remember. Hebrews 11, 11, by faith, Sarah herself hmm, also, Receive strength to conceive when she was past age. Maybe your time has expired, but I'm telling you, your faith can bring things back. Your husband told you it's, in, it's over. He's joking. You are the one who determines whether it's, it's, it's over for No, no, you don't fight. You don't, you, we don't fight. We faith. May I submit to you that the one who has faith has an upper hand over the one who has the fight. The one with faith, you, are, you have an upper hand. So the devil's job is to make sure you can run by faith. If you try to operate by faith, you have an upper hand over situations and circumstances because the Bible says that we understand that by faith the worlds were created. 
nothing you see is subject to faith. But faith is a higher realm. It's a God realm. It's the realm of God. That is why you can't be an ordinary person and operate by faith because you don't operate by faith with normal thinking. So he said, by faith, Sarah herself, verse 11. And then he jumps to verse 19, and he said, by faith, Isaac. Are you counting the number of people who are, who are in the witness box? Number one, he said, by faith, Abel. By faith, Enoch, two. By faith, Noah, three. By faith, Abraham, four. By faith, Sarah, five. By faith, in verse 19, Isaac, six. By faith, in verse 20, by faith, Jacob, seven. And then that's verse 20, uh, 20. And then it says that by faith, Joseph. Shaka ba 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 ba. So by faith, Joseph. And then he went on to talk about by faith, Moses. The parents of Moses, not Moses. Because you read very carefully. By faith, Moses. This is not the, the faith of Moses, brothers and sisters. This faith was not the faith of Moses, but it was the faith of those who hid him. By faith, Moses, when he was born, was hidden three months by who? His parents. I need some parents who have faith here. I am here to submit to you. Your faith will determine the outcome of your children's future. It's not their health uh, medical records. It's not their school reports. It's not their friends. But your faith as a father, your faith as a mother, it is not the kind of private school they attend. It is good. It is good. But I'm here to tell you, your faith will determine the outcome of their future. Shout yes! By faith, the parents of... Are you counting with me? Number... By faith, the parents of Moses, they hit him. And watch this. this. We have to come back to this. Not afraid. King James talked about, I think, King James says, not fearing. Not afraid. Why? The king has given a, de- a decree. Has made a decree. And they flouted it, not afraid. Because faith was at work. Faith says, bring it on. Normal human sensibility says, no, no, you have to be careful. You have to be careful. You have to be careful. It's scary. It's dangerous. No, you can't do it like this. By faith, the parents of Moses. And then verse 24, by faith, Moses. He now, this one, not Moses. So this one, this one, when he, when he was of age, when he was now a man, why are you so worried? Why are you so afraid? And you are letting situations dictate the outcome of your life? Don't make yourself a victim of circumstances. When you can walk by faith, faith makes circumstances, brings circumstances under your control. Pastor, you don't know what I'm going through. I don't need to know. Because he, he, he makes a way and how, when we don't know how, your problem is you know too much. You know too much. You know so much about how things can't work. You know. You know so much about how people, um, women of this age and have been through this surgery can't give birth. You know so much about how a, a man around this or someone without this qualification can't get this kind of job. You know so much. 
Not so much. And in United Kingdom we, and in the West, we pride on what we know. And most of the time, we are victims because of what we think we know, which is blocking us from higher realities we don't know. Go out on the street, try to talk to somebody about Jesus. And those of you who have been out, you realize the junk and the rubbish and the levels of imbecility, the levels of ignorance people churn out in confidence. In confidence. I mean, how can someone, a reasonable man, stand and say that, oh, you need a wife to have a son. So if you say Jesus is the son of God, are you trying to say Jesus, God has a wife? Come on, do you always need a wife to have a child? Some of you were children of unwived. <laughs> and it doesn't stop you being beautiful, being handsome, being intelligent, being great. Amen? So, right there, you could tell that people decide to take a tangent and block their minds from being realistic about other things. Like Pastor Frank was telling me, he met someone yesterday, a certain lady said, uh, what did she say? I don't believe in God. He said, all these stories about in the beginning, he said, I don't believe all this, is rubbish. And Pastor Frank said, so you actually believe in the beginning there was nothing, and one day nothing just became something. And she said, yeah, I choose to believe that one. And watch this. And yet you tell me that having faith is unreasonable. Having faith is unscientific. No, what you are saying is rather unscientific. Let's, let's, if you like, let's, let's, let's go into science. You realize that faith makes more sense than just ordinary science. Faith, watch this. Faith is not contrary to science. Never. Faith and science has never been on collision. Cause, collision. Never. Because faith is reasonable. Faith is factual. Yes. Just that you are limited with your understanding, with your insight, with your knowledge. So you think things are this way, but you didn't realize that things are the other way too. Some of you thought church was a boring thing. You realize that you're wrong. Haven't you found out you're wrong? Some of you thought we are miserable in church. No, you realize that you are rather very miserable without church. <laughs> you are miserable with double M in front. Mm, miserable. They don't know. They don't know. It's your ignorance that is killing you. And yet, very confident about one thing you think you know. Moses, when he became of age, he made his own decision by faith. It wasn't by his education. Wow. Ladies and gentlemen, it was by faith. Yeah. Don't, don't forget, it has all what we are seeing in the witness box. Nobody has made reference to their personal acumen, personal skills, and personal abilities. They all is referring to, they, they did, how can a woman who is old, how can a woman who is at the age of 90, give birth. And in fact, when it was announced to her, to her, her husband, your wife is about to give birth, she actually laughed. <laughs> she said, can a woman who is at my age have pleasure? 
and give birth. Are you listening to me? It looked impossible. It looked, that, it looked as if it could not happen. You see, that, that's your problem. You are so restricted with sense perception. Sensory perception. What appears on the surface. You must know that not every hair you see is actual hair. Listen, most people here, when they get home, they remove their hair. Hey! It's true. If those who don't remove it, after a while, they have to go for them to be unwoven. So, if you are making your decisions based on what you just see, you'll be grossly mistaken. As for me, the kind of woman I want is the woman whose hair is all over, up to her waist. That's easy. So you keep making choices based on the hair that is flowing here. You go home and find out that actually this one is sweat. Are the sisters still in the house? Most of the cars people are driving don't belong to them. It's good you just can't know people's age. But most people, their ages on uh, some people. Their ages on their documents is a dif it's different from the day they were born. Your your father your father your father is called Adekunle. And you are telling me you are called Stephen James. <laughs> Don't do that. You are not Stephen James. You are not. Maybe it's your nickname or AKA. Also known as Stephen James. But when your mother it's upset and what's going on. Baba, Baba, where are you? <laughs> hey! <laughs> so, what most people have been trained to live by, or human beings live by, is actually on a collision cause to trouble. The reason why your situation has been like this is because you have been miss or diseducated about how God gets involved. Think that God is just there and he's just 
That's it. No, no. You see, sometimes it's sad, but I need to mention this, that many people think that God needs them. No, if you don't believe, it doesn't affect God. It just affects you. No, but I can't just, uh, that's why you are still, so, I can't just believe this like that. That's why you are the way you are. Where you are is a combination of your beliefs which influences your decisions. So why don't you start believing something else? And something authentic. Not something irrational. I'm going to show you in a minute. So, the witnesses. Moses himself. Ah. Moses. Someone say Moses. Moses. Say Moses. Moses. By faith, Moses, when he became of age, refused to become son of Pharaoh's daughter. Verse 27. By faith, Moses forsook Egypt, not fearing. Say not fearing. fearing. Say it again. Say it louder. I'm going to visit that word. That is most of us, that's your biggest disadvantage. Is this thing? Fear. False evidence appearing real. Real. Your biggest problem is not your inability to pray. Your biggest problem is not the certificate you don't have. Your biggest problem is not your habit which you can't stop. The addiction. It's actually not your biggest problem. Because your biggest problem is this thing. That is what gives Satan grounds to operate. So for him to be able to forsake Egypt, he has to make sure he's not fearing. But most people try to gather boldness. But you can't just walk not fearing. It starts from here. It's faith in your heart that gives you the audacity not to fear. I know you're afraid. Therefore, you're afraid about the prospects of your marriage, the prospects of your career, the prospects of your financial situation. Some of you are very worried about your health, the way things seem to be going. And Satan has already started giving you suggestions. Listen, Satan operates through suggestions. Suggestions. He can't enforce something. He has to come and suggest to you the way your ear is shaking. Don't you think you have got ear cancer? <laughs> then he reminds you of your brother. What happened to your brother? As though that was never. He said, remember your uncle. It's the same thing. Your uncle, his was even the eyebrow, but it went to the ears. And the way yours asked. Some of you are here with some medical issues and you even conclude before you go to the doctors. Right. At the age of 38, you're already prophesying menopause. Because because of the way you felt in your body, you are now becoming very sure. You are becoming very sure you've got menopause. What's your business thinking you've got uh, diabetes? Doctors have not even said it. Now, I know of a man. His name is Papa. Bishop David Oedepo. One of his relatives, a doctor, he said, no, let me just take your blood pressure years ago. 
This this uh, about 20 years ago or something. Let me tell you, because the man works hard. And the doctor told him, his relative said, I have all the whatever uh, gadgets. Let me use it to just check your blood pressure. And he put it, he said, all right. Yeah. He put it on his blood, uh, on his wrist, checked the blood pressure. And the thing was skyrocketing high. Wow. The man said, hey, you have to go to the hospital. He said, what is it? He said, your blood pressure is very high. He said, you've got high blood pressure. And Bishop Oyedepo said, he didn't say I don't. He said, I cannot have high blood pressure. Why? Because I will be very stupid to go to hospital, look at me. And then you meet me from the hospital. I'm very down. I'm very sad. He said, oh, Pastor David, why are you down? He said, I just tested pregnancy positive. <laughs> I went to the hospital. They said, I'm pregnant. And so I'm worried I'm pregnant. Ah, a man, can you be worried you are pregnant? <laughs> a man. And under no circumstance can a man be pregnant. So, you can't say, I am not pregnant. I cannot. There's two different things. I cannot be pregnant. Pregnancy cannot happen to me. I'm not saying every pregnancy test that you are worried about is not true. (laughs) Because some of you, the, the stuff you have been doing with Somebody's husband. Oh. Hey. I think I should stand around here. <laughs> Listen, I have a word for somebody. Yes, Pastor, I will tell you, since the beginning of the week, last week and the beginning of the week, it just will not let, I don't really spend time listening to music because I have too much information, revelation to come to me. I don't have time to entertain myself. Some of you can afford to do that. No, I, I can't. When I open my mouth, a lot of sensible, spiritually sensible stuff must come out. So I have to keep stuffing regularly. So I actually don't play music to listen to it. Once in extreme, maybe there's a song that is so strong, mad, that I say, oh, let me just play this song. Let me just play this But then I don't play music to listen because I have to be hearing the Bible read. I have to be hearing preaching from Pap, uh, Bishop Oedipo, um, the senior before we, Bishop Doug, others, Ampiakovi, wherever it is. I have to be hearing everything. It must always be going inside me. And so sometimes I don't just remember songs, but the whole of the past 10 days, before God impressed on my heart that teach on faith, this song will not leave me. When our backs are against the wall, and it looks as if it was over, you may So I told the choir, this is the song we have to sing today. Washed. But it's because of somebody. It's not for entertainment. It's for enrichment. It's to change somebody's story. It's somebody's prophetic word. And as I'm ministering, watch this, as I'm ministering, the song is still playing in my spirit. Still, it's a spiritual thing. By faith, they passed through the Red Sea. Verse 29. By faith, they passed through the Red Sea. 
Ask by, somebody's about to go through the rest. Somebody's about to pass through the Red Sea. All right, let me just get. By faith, they passed through the Red Sea as on dry land. By, I like the next one. By faith, the walls of Jericho. The, by faith, the walls of Jericho came down. By faith. Not by, by strength. Not by fighting. Not by shaking the wall. They did not pull the wall down. The walls came down. The wall says that, no, okay. We surrender. I will say it just came down. Tell someone, don't be afraid. God will help you. So, by faith, the walls of Jericho came down. Are you ready for the next one? By faith, the harlot. Listen, listen. Isn't it interesting how the Bible didn't mention Rahab the harlot? It says, the harlot before her name. Her job description, who she was before her name. By faith, the harlot. I don't know who you are. Religion tells you that you don't qualify. Religion tells you that God can't help you. Drop that religion and by faith, move forward. Drop that religion. Most of you, what is killing you is religion. When you talk to people, they are afraid of church because of religion. They are afraid of church because... Uh, and so sometimes you don't even need to talk to people about church. Because many people have all kinds of... They have actually been bullied religious, with religious dogma and re- requirements and demands. And many people... I met a gentleman about three weeks, uh, three weeks ago. He said, I, I don't think when I, go, I come to church, I'm welcome. You are not welcome. He said, I'm, I'm, I'm a pagan, so I can't, the church will not accept me. I mean, hey, who told you that? Actually, we, people like you qualify more to come. Listen. Listen to what the Bible didn't say. The Bible didn't say, by faith, the ex. She was still operating. Excuse me. She still had her job. Yes, I know some of you, you are still doing porn. I know some of you still have girlfriends and boyfriends. I know some of you, you still have been involved in some dodgy stuff. I'm not saying it's good. But by faith, if you can look up to God, God will give you attention. only religion that tells you that you don't qualify because of what you have done. It has never got to do with anything you have done. It has everything to do with your faith in God. That's where it starts. I said, that's where it starts. By Everyone has said, by faith, by faith, by faith, by faith. You are 
a divorcee. And so what? Who cares? Who cares? You think God is afraid of you? No. You are a divorcee. God said, come. 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 The one who left you, come. They will regret later. Which, which of you, parents, would your child go to school and fail in the exam? He said, don't come home again. You are div- I've left you. Even if you, as wicked as you are, as malicious as you can be, you won't do that. How much more God will give up on you because of some bad stuff you did? Not by works, by faith. The scriptures clearly says that you are saved through faith and not of your works. So don't come with works. Ephesians chapter 2 verse 8. He said, by grace are ye saved through faith and not of your... said, by grace... Let's all read it aloud. Are you ready? Are you ready? Yes! I want you to read it out very loud. Ready? Let's go! You have been saved through faith. And that not of yourself is a gift of God. One more time, louder. For my grace, you No, let's start. Louder. For my grace, you have been saved. Through faith. Not of yourself. It's a gift of God. Look at the verse 9. He says that not of works, lest you can boast. Not the things you have done. Lest you can say, yeah, you see me. Yeah, I tried. Yeah, I tried. Come on, bring it up. God said, get out of here. Your good works cannot help you when it comes to salvation. Neither will your bad works be able to help you. Salvation is not work dependent. It's faith determined. It's faith. Lest any man should boast. Lest any man should boast. By grace you have been saved through faith. And not yourself. Not yourself. We get saved by faith and we live by faith. Did you hear what I said? Because yeah. that the just shall live by faith. Romans chapter 1, verse 17. Or Galatians, let's go. Galatians 3 11. For the just shall live by faith. The just shall live by faith. The just shall live. I can't hear you. The just shall live by faith. So we are saved by faith to be the just. And then we live by faith as the just. Why do we praise God in church? Because of our faith. We do it because of faith, not because we want to impress anybody. When you come to church, you are dancing. Dance by faith. Yes. When you are giving, give by faith. Yes. When you are hear, hearing the word of God, hear it by faith. When you are working, you are serving, serve by faith. Don't look for people to applaud you. Serve by faith. Walk by faith. The just shall live by faith. You want to get married? Get married by faith. Don't, don't. Sisters, may I give you an advice? If you want God to, to help you find a husband, please stop placing emphasis on your good parts. Or not, confidence in your good parts. Because others have got gooder, gooder parts. <laughs> Have you realized that every year the miss whatever keeps changing? Yes. 
There, uh, there's always someone who has it better. Yeah. Are you talking about hips, Amen. lips, or fingertips? Yeah. Someone has it better. Your fingertips are not long. Others are very long. So if you are going to depend on that, someone will outdo you. Is it your hips? They are bigger ones. <laughs> you have put so much emphasis on painting your lips. Today is red, today is gold. And then even some of your, sometimes the paint is even on your teeth. And I'm like, oh. <laughs> you, have, you have invested so much money in your makeup. <laughs> All right, let me finish this. Watch this. I need to finish this. It's okay, it's okay. I mean, makeup is not bad. All right? Give yourself a good treat. Just give yourself a good treat. Are you listening to what I'm saying? Give yourself, even if you are going through bad times, don't let it show on you. Yes. Why? Yes. Don't let it show on you. Yeah, I admit that people dress the way they look on the inside. So if you want to know who people actually, what, how they are, look at the way they dress. Wow. Some people wear small, small, small dresses. It's because they need attention on the inside. So that somebody they were excited. They have to have as little on as possible wow. so that they can attract attention. Wow. Don't, don't, don't condemn them. It's just there's a need on the inside. <laughs> Some men dress like women. Pink socks. Pink socks. And flower here. And necklace there. And rings here. And... You know, don't, don't condemn people. You know, it's just someone is crying for an attention. <laughs> it's a condition on the inside. Red hair, blue hair, green hair, all those things. Don't condemn people. It's not what determines who they are. It's just a condition on the inside. We walk by faith and not by sight. By faith. Someone say by faith. All you need is God, and all it takes is faith. Hallelujah. That's all. God is powerful, God can do it, but He can't outside of your faith. Now, when we talk about faith, let me do this quickly. When we talk about faith, all right, I'm not talking about the faith. In the scriptures, you see the faith, like Titus chapter 1, verse 1. First Timothy chapter 1, Titus chapter 1, verse 1, or Romans chapter 14, verse 1. Well, there are quite a few scriptures. Or 2 Corinthians chapter 13, verse 6. Uh, put in Titus, any of them. Receive, which one is this? Titus chapter 1. Okay, okay. Romans chapter, watch this, watch this. He says that receive one who is weak, where? In the faith. Now, when you see the faith, it's not what I'm actually talking about. I'll explain it in a minute. Titus 1, 1. Titus 1, 1. Quickly. Paul, a born servant of God and Apostle of Jesus Christ, according to the faith of God's life. The faith. Say the faith. The faith. Say the faith. the faith. Okay. So you, you see the faith. You see, the, I think 2 Corinthians, let, let me show you this as well. 2 Corinthians chapter, um, chapter 13. All right. Oh, chapter 16. 1 Corinthians 16, 13. Sorry. 1 Corinthians 16, 13. 
Oh. See what it says? First Corinthians 16, 13. Watch, stand fast in the faith. It's different from walk by faith. Okay. So stand fast in the faith. Are you getting what I'm saying? Yeah. So stand, he used the word, there are quite a few texts in the First Timothy chapter 6, verse 10. First Timothy chapter 6, verse 23. It all talks about the faith. First Timothy chapter 10, for, for, verse 10, verse 10, let's go to verse 10. It says, for the love of money is the root of all evil, for, for which some have strayed from where? Not from the work of faith, but the faith is, so that's why, what faith are you? The faith. Christianity is so much the work of faith to the extent that the Christian work is called the faith. Right? The faith. We are the people of the faith. The faith. Right? Defender of the faith, not faiths. The faith. The faith. It's talking about Christianity. In the Bible, Christianity is sometimes referred to as the faith. So they have strayed, they have erred from the faith. 21. By professing is some having strayed concerning what? The faith. There's a few, so the faith, which is different from the just shall live by faith. He didn't say the faith. Okay, so the faith, when it's presented as now, and now, it's talking about Christianity. But when it's presented as action, or when it says faith, have faith in God, it's talking about an action step you have to take. So it must have works. The faith is now it's there, but faith has works and is possessed by somebody. So, Bible defines Hebrews chapter 11, verse 1 that faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. It is faith, is no was, no will be. Faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of, uh, of things not seen. So, it's very important to understand that the just lives by faith, you walk by faith. Things happen from God for you by faith. When your faith says yes, God will say yes. Now, as I was preparing, I had a very interesting, I gave a particular interesting definition of faith. As being faith, I said, is faith is conviction. Okay? It's conviction in God. Resulting in works. Conviction in God resulting in works. Conviction in God resulting in works. Shall we all say that together? Say it again, please. Resulting in Quickly. So if you have faith, watch this. If you have faith, there cannot be faith outside of God. This faith we are talking about. Because there must first of all be a God factor and there must be someone being convicted in God. How do you get convicted in God? Based on his word. So the word of God comes to you and watch this, it's not your mind decides, uh, it's not mental ascent, okay? Mental ascent, uh, by the theologians, you can call it, that's the ascensus aspect of faith. Faith has three aspects. We have the noticia, the noti, the data. So you can't say, I, be- I believe in what? There must be something you say, I, I believe in I believe that God does this. I believe in forgiveness of sin. I believe in miracles. I believe in this. I believe in that. So 
There must be content. Content. That's why I said faith is not unreasonable. It's not unscientific. There must be content. So you say, I'm a believer. Believer in what? I believe God works miracles. Yeah, I'm talking. I believe, but you must have ba- What's your basis for saying God works miracles? So it must be scientific. You must have basis. You must have basis to say that when I pray, things will change. What's your basis? And your basis should not be your school, natural school reasons. Because your natural reasons, most of the time, will conflict faith reasons. So faith is, hey, faith is not unreasonable. Faith is actually reasonable. Oh, faith is against reason. No, it's not against reason. It's reasonable, but it is reasonable based on God's word. So you must be able to find your faith movement from God's word for you to say, I've got faith. If you can't have, if you can't trace it to God's word, sister, brother, it's not faith. It's assumption. And God can back an assumption. You can't go to court with an exemption. You've written some things that I assume you will do that. No, sorry. We don't do that here. You must have facts, evidence. You must have evidence that this is what the law says. So that's what we call noticia. But noticia is not enough. Noticia alone is not enough because the content. You must then have the assensus. You agree that this content is definite. That you have assented to it. I agree. Because that's why you preach people, they say, I know Jesus lives, but I don't agree that he can save me. I know some of you here, you believe God does miracles, but you don't agree that he can do your particular miracle. That's where you go off. So you say, I believe, but you think that your own is too complicated for him to help you. So right there and there, you count yourself out. You see, so you can't be operated, operating by faith when your assent to what God can do, it divorces what God can do or your answer to what God can do is negative. Or what God can, you divorce what God can do from you. Because, oh, somebody was almost about to die. 21 years of, uh, 31 years of liver problem. They, were, they prayed about it and God has done. And then somebody said, so God can do for you. But I said, no, my own is not liver problem. My own, the heart is actually being replaced. My own is heart, lungs, liver, pancreas, and intestinal problems. So, then you qualify that your own is... See, the problem is you believe your situation is too complicated for God to help you. And so you, you, you agree that God can do it, but not your own. That's where the problem is. Can you walk on water? Jesus walked on water. He said you can do it, but I, I, no, they can do it, but not me. And some of you, Satan has done a very good job on your mind by telling you that you are too dirty, by telling you that you are too filthy, by telling you that you are too... You are too stink. You, you stink too much by telling you that you are you are too. You don't look churchy. You are not. You just, see, Satan is doing a good job. Mm. That's why you can't afford not to hear God's word. Yeah. Satan is doing a good job on you to keep you in bondage, to keep you in subjection. But the devil is a liar. Yeah. I want to. I want to help you. You have to take this approach that if God can do it, then He must do it for me. Yes. That's it. You may be here, and your wife has left you. She has actually divorced you, and divorce has gone through. Things can turn around very quickly, if you can believe God. You may be here. Ah, Doctor said that you have got 
cancer again. Monday. Within Wednesday, they said, no, it's gone. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's too short. Yeah. 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 We see it. You know someone who's got cancer, you are thinking, ah, I even made my sickness. I, I have this pain in my neck. It comes regularly, but God doesn't seem to want to heal. No, 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 no. Don't say God doesn't want to. Okay. No, no, no. It has everything to do with you. Uh, I know the religious ones, they said, but, but, but what if it's not God's timing? Continue suffering. I want to talk to someone who will believe that is God's timing. So you understand that? Don't give me this religious crap. Oh, maybe, maybe, you know, it's the will of God to, for me to go through this. How does that glorify God? How does your pain honor God? How does your losing your marriage, how does your losing your child, how does your losing your job glorify God? And you're telling me it's the will of God. The devil has been advising you. Show me. Show me where in the scripture says that is the will of God for you to lose your job. Oh, but God says sometimes if your job is taking too much of you away from him, then he may have to lose. Then tell that it's not his will for you to lose your job, but it's your lack of balance. It's your lack of balance that has, has necessitated the fact that you probably have to change this job. But God can even glorify you losing your job, losing your child, you losing your husband, you losing your wife, you losing your health. The devil is a liar. Don't, don't, don't understand. The Bible says that everywhere he went, he was doing good. He was healing as many that were sick. Wow. What, what makes you think that he can't heal your sickness? Wow. Maybe uh, my sickness is just for the purpose of God. Come on. In what way is it going to be for the purpose of God? The, woman, the man who was born blind, Jesus healed him. And he said that for this purpose. That God will be glorified. Now, so your healing is actually is to bring glory to God. Somebody's receiving healing now. Somebody's receiving healing now. So, so we have the the, the noticia, a census, but what makes it actually work is the fodukia. The fodukia is when you begin to now accept and take steps based on that. You are living it, putting your hope and your trust in it and living as though that's the pure fact. Then you have activated the powers of faith. Now, so when we talk about the just shall live by faith, definitely your faith must have content. Uh, it doesn't matter, I believe anyhow. Believe what? Somebody say, oh, I, don't, I don't know, I don't care what anybody says, I believe in Jesus. So who is Jesus? Who is he to you? What is he to you? I believe he's God, he's good, and that's all. That means that there's a problem there. He said, the God who you serve without knowing, he's the one I'm declaring to you. You have to know him. You have to know him. He's real. For your faith to work, because when you look at Hebrews, the Bible says that by faith, uh, uh, by, by, by faith, Abel offered, by faith, Enoch, please God, by faith, Abraham, Noah moved. By faith, Abraham obeyed and went. By faith, Sarah received strength because she judged God. By faith, Isaac, I, I, uh, by faith, Isaac also, uh, uh, verse 19 of Hebrew chapter 11. <laughs> Isaac blessed by faith. Jacob blessed by faith. Moses' parents hid by faith. Moses himself also uh, refused by faith. Uh, by faith, Rahab. So, 
By faith, there must always be something. So faith is action. You can't tell me you have faith and we can't see it in your actions. You can't tell me I believe in God and there's nothing, nothing around. There's no step you are taking. And every, you sit at home and miss so many church services. It tells me you don't believe in God. It tells me about your, your, the extent to which you believe in God. Somebody said last week, I heard a sister's testimony, she had an emergency exam. She didn't know. They told her you're writing an exam tomorrow. And yet she was preparing to go and take uh, Bible studies. And she's now had to choose. Do, do I do this or I go and do the Bible study? Uh, do, do I prepare for the exam? He said, no, let me obey God. And when I finish, let me do, not obey God. Let me do my commitment to God. When I finish, I'll just, just spend the time I've got to prepare for the exam. Now, in your estimation, that may not be wise. By an estimation, that, that was her trust and faith and commitment to God. So let me tell you, when you decide to walk by faith, someone will think you are being stupid. There are some of you people think you are stupid for coming to church. They don't know how ignorant they actually are. People think you are stupid for coming to church. People think you are stupid for giving. It's ah, why do you give? And yet, you seem after keeping giving, you are doing better than them. So, when you, watch this, when you take a step of faith, someone will deem it unreasonable. It's always like that. But it doesn't mean it's unreasonable. Because I'll show you in scriptures, he said, oh, he said, let me just quote it because of my time. So, okay, let me just go. So, for faith to work, watch this, for faith to have works and for it to work, first of all, someone must hear God's word. Because faith is conviction in God. And his word must come for you to know what it is. All right? So faith is conviction in God. And then secondly, after hearing God's word, or you can even put it this way, God's word is what tells you the promise of God. So Abraham, when he heard the word of God, in Romans chapter 4 verse 20, put it on the screen, he did not waver at what? That's Abraham. So you need God's word. You need God's word through unbelief, but was strengthened in faith, giving glory to God. All right, so the promise must be there before you think of, you must have, you read the Bible, don't read it like a storybook. Read it like a manual, a message from, from God to you. And I should read it, or when you hear a message, I should read it, no, no, no. And Jesus healed the sick. Ah, I'm sick? Then Jesus can heal me. I heard a story recently, last week, about a gentleman, years ago, someone was telling, say a story, a preacher, Years ago, he said there's a gentleman who had a big house, a big land, and part of his land was mountainous, or there's a big hill. He wanted to develop the place for something, but the hill was so big, I mean, real, like a mountain. And every time, so one day he read the Bible, and he saw that, Bible says, Jesus said, if you have faith, you can say to the mountain, be moved, and it will be moved. Ah, so he also went, he went to the mountain. He said, mountain, I command you to move. Some of you say, but that's stupid, because that doesn't work. That doesn't work. I mean, how can the mountain practically? He said he didn't mean mountain. He meant problem. So you can't just, okay. So the man just took the word of God raw. Say raw. Say raw. When you want faith to work, take the word raw and swallow it all. Take it raw and swallow it all. So the man went. He said, I command you, you be moved. Be moved from here. You move. And then, obviously, the mountain didn't move. Obviously, do you think it will move? You, I know you think it will move. But it didn't move anyway. So he kept every day. 
Every time he gets the mountain, you remove. He kept declaring. He kept speaking. He kept speaking for years, for years. One day, a certain company came to him and said, we want to see you. But we are developed. We, want to, we are building a highway or something over here. And the mountain is in our way. But we want to, we want to move. But we know it belongs, part of it belongs to you. So we want to ask your permission. Is it possible we remove this whole mountain so that we can? He said, sure you can. They, they brought in their uh, equipment, the machinery, and removed the mountain, and guess what? His confession became his reality. Somebody was mocking him, but he was being celebrated. Shout yes! yes. Keep speaking. Yes. Keep speaking. Okay, I'm coming. I'm, I'm, I'm. So, one, you must have God's word. So when you read the word, take it as personal, okay? Yes. Right? Number two, you must believe. Say believe. believe. Say believe. The, the men came to Jesus, blind men. They, they were crying after him. Jesus, heal us. Jesus, heal us. Matthew chapter 9, verse 28. Jesus looked at them. Jesus said, do you believe that I'm able to do it? And when he had come into the house, the blind men came to him. And Jesus said to them, do you believe that I am able to do this? They said, yes, Lord. Do you know the next thing he said? Watch this. What the next thing he said? And he turned their eyes and said, according to what? So the belief was hidden here. I want to explain this. There's a slight difference between belief and faith. Not real different, but I'll explain it. Sometimes when the Bible says belief, it actually means faith. But then, listen, here, they were following Jesus. When you read the text, they were following Jesus to the house. And Jesus asked them, these actions you are doing, is there actual real belief behind it? So faith is when you believe and you act on your belief. But there are some people who will be acting but they don't have belief. So it's not every action that connotes faith. But you can't actually have faith without actions. So when they came to Jesus, Jesus said, you can be healed, but I need to check. Is this thing faith or just actions on the surface? So he asked, do you believe? It's your belief in that if your action stems from your belief, then it's faith. Am I going to get something to someone? Somebody's receiving your healing. Every time your leg is problem, a problem, every time you have a problem, and so you can't walk. Sometimes, just get up. I'm healed. Try. Just keep it. Believe it. No, no. First of all, don't just walk without the pastor saying I should walk. No, no, no. Some people come and ask me, pastor, the doctor says I should take medication. I should take... I should take this. I should take this. Should I do it? You don't have to ask me this question because faith is conviction. So if you don't have the conviction, I can't give it to you. I can't tell you, don't take your medication. That's, that's very irresponsible on me. What if you don't have faith and you don't take the medication? You will die. You will die. And we will have to bury you. In the name of faith. Oh, I have faith. I have my faith. No, that's not faith. That is presumption. That's presumption. She went to the hospital, did the test. Before she came and said it's her uh, liver is that the result is zero. She went three times. So I can't just conclude because we've prayed for you. He said, don't go to the hospital again. That's it. Hey, he said, hey, no, no. And then start, they said, don't eat this because of your liver. I tell, go and eat. No. I can be teaching you how it works, but as to whether you practice it, it is based on your personal conviction. Nobody can take steps of faith for you. It's conviction. So when you come and ask me, 
Pastor, should I do it? If I do it, is it lack of faith? Yeah. It tells me that I can't tell you to. Because actually, you lack faith. That's why you have. But if you have conviction, sometimes they are telling you don't do it, but you get up. You, just, you, you know that you have to do it. You just know this is the right thing to do. You, so Jesus said, why are you fearful? Yes. That leads me to the third point. Faith, it must defy fear. Fear, 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 fear. Some of you are too afraid. You are too much afraid. I know it. You are afraid. You are afraid that something negative is about to happen. You are afraid that the thing they said will happen, will happen. You are afraid. So sometimes you hear some report, and the first thing that comes to you is fear. How many of you have lost your job before, and you knew that if I lose my job, there is no way I can survive? And you lost your job, and you were busy serving God, and for three, for three years, let me assume even three years, you didn't have wow. a job, and still you were living normal. Wow. God can take care of you. I'm not saying go and lose your job. But the point I'm making is, the point I'm making is, you are too much afraid. You're too afraid. Why? Who told you you can't be married? You're too afraid. Don't entertain that fear. Believe in God. Believe in God. You are too afraid. I'm daring somebody here. You're too afraid. You actually, your fear is undermining our prayer. You're too afraid. And then you come and say the prayer is not working. No, no, no. Your faith is destroying what we're doing. That's right. Because faith is so personal when you, you, you have to believe in God personally. It's just like your heartbeat. No one can use their heartbeat for you. They, they church, okay, we want to check your heartbeat and see how. No, 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 no. So when they told Bishop here, they put that he has, uh, he said, I can't have it. And you know what he told the man? He said, maybe, the man said, that, but the machine is saying that you have high blood pressure. He said, excuse me, the machine is test, touching, both of us are touching the machine. Maybe it's reading your blood pressure, not my own. <laughs> because I cannot have it. Sir, in Mark chapter 4, verse 40, is someone learning something? Yes, sir. Let's read it out. Let's go. This is, this is what Jesus said to them. Let's go. Read it out loud. One more time. You see, he didn't. Look, listen to this. I'm about to do a bit of logic here. Why are you so fearful? That means that when you have God, it's actually unreasonable to be afraid. Okay. It's true. There's no reason why you should be afraid. Why? He said, why are you afraid? May I ask somebody a question? Why are you so fearful? As though your entire life is coming to a halt. Why? Why? Why are you so... Think. Just think what God can do and don't be that afraid. Why are you so fearful? In Matthew chapter 8, verse 26, he said the same thing to them. Meanwhile, he, and no, watch it. Go back, let me show you. Look at verse 37. They, they were in the, in, the, uh, uh, in the storm. Mark. Okay, it's okay. Stay in my chapter 28. Let's go to verse 25 quickly. Verse 25. Verse 25, the same thing. Then the disciples came to him and woke him and saying, Lord, we, save us. Why? We are perishing. Do you know why they say we are perishing? Do you know why they say we are perishing? No, no. Verse, verse 24. Look at And suddenly a great tempest arose so that the boat was covered with the waves. When you read verse 37 of Mark chapter 4, the Bible said that it was filled with water. When you are in a boat and it's filled with water, why won't you be afraid? Ah. Verse 37 of Mark 4. Why won't you be afraid? And great storm arose, and the waves beat everybody, so that it was already filling with water. Right. Their demands had arrived. Yeah. 
So, humanly speaking, they, they should be afraid. So your fear kind of is justifiable. But if you want God to help you, you have to switch into the, the state where you just put your trust and confidence that God will do it. 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 Are you getting what I'm saying? When they told the Jairus in Mark chapter 4, verse 35, they told him, your son is dead. Leave the master alone. Verse 36, Jesus said, fear not. Only believe. Don't be afraid. Mark 5, 36, as soon as Jesus heard those words spoken, he said to the ruler of the synagogue, do not be afraid. Only believe. Can you do me a favor, please? Look at someone. Tell the person into the eyes. Look at the eyes. Tell the person, do not be afraid. Only believe. Some of you didn't say it. Tell the person. Mean it. Mean it. Tell the person. You are too afraid. You are too afraid. And I'm very concerned about your fear. Or your afraidness. I'm act- yes, true. I'm very concerned about it. I'm very concerned about it. And some of you, you are surrounded yourself with books, friends, neighbors. Who, who feed that fear? Watching all kinds of TV programs that are feeding that fear. Internet searches that are feeding your fears. And you want God to wave the magic wand and then happen. It doesn't happen like that. The God they told you does that is not the God we are talking about. It's not the, the God of the universe doesn't invade people's lives. He doesn't force himself on anybody. He doesn't do that. He said the just shall live by faith. If you choose not to believe, it doesn't change his status. It doesn't change who he is. You suffer and he continues. I don't believe in God. I don't, come on, take your sorry step away. It doesn't change who God is. Sometimes I feel like telling some people that, listen, you are too insignificant for your opinion to change who God is. I met a man in Peckham the other time, I think two weeks ago we had preaching, and I met a man saying, telling me a whole lot of it. I said, brother, 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 forget about this theology and this religious thing you're talking about. You have issues with your health. God can heal you. Let's, let's bring it home. Your issues, there are questions on your mind you can't answer. You're telling me, oh, if Jesus is the son of God, shut up. Let's talk about the real situation. <laughs> Leave the religion and look at the problems you are dealing with. Look at the addiction that is in your house. Bottle, a bottle, bottle, bottle is controlling you. Oh. Porn is controlling you. Oh. I see the O has gone down. Oh. <laughs> you see? So everybody have their own, no? I tell you. Yeah. <laughs> hey, pornographers in church, oh yeah, they are here. They are here. Not that that's what they love doing. Sometimes they even get up when I'm preaching. They go. <laughs> If anyone gets up, it's likely. Let's finish. Let's finish. Let's finish. Quickly, quickly, quickly. Watch this. So he says, he says, your fear. Watch, watch it. So instead of being afraid, watch this. Instead of being afraid, watch this. Instead of being afraid, this is what you got to do. You have to, the faith, the word you have believed, start to speak it. Don't be quiet. Did you hear, mom? 
Mom said, I prayed and I said, God is going to use you to heal somebody. She went to the, the, the uh, sister and the, the, the lady was very, can you imagine? You must have been through a lot. You lose your dad on the 13th and then on the 17th, they are t- they are told you have cancer. People go through things. And, but God has got the answers. God has got the answers. Quickly, my time is up now. So she went and she said, no way. My pastor said, you will have cancer and I've prayed for you. No way. I'm praying. I'm declaring. You'll be okay. You'll be healed. You won't have cancer. Speak it. Don't be quiet. Speak it. That's how faith works. First, second Corinthians chapter, chapter 4 verse 13. He said, we have the spirit of faith and so therefore we speak. He said, if you have faith like a master seed, you will sink to the mountain. Chapter 4 verse 13. He says that and since we have the same spirit of faith, according to what is written, I believe, therefore, what I spoke. We also believe and therefore speak. You have to speak it. Don't be quiet. Don't be worried about people who don't understand you. Actually, it's, it's higher than their comprehension. So don't, don't, some of you are so concerned about people who think this about me. And so what? When you were dying, what, what did they think about you? I'm preaching to somebody. He says that with your, with your heart, uh, that's the last scripture, and then I finish because there's too much loaded here. In Romans chapter 10, verse 8 and 9, he said, With the heart, man believes. With the mouth. Verse 8. Yes. The word is near in your mouth. The word of faith which you preach. Verse 9. Verse 9. Okay. If you confess with your mouth, Jesus Christ, the, the one I'm looking for is the verse 10. So you have to confess with your mouth. But look at verse 10. What does it say? Verse 10. Let's all read it out. One more time, louder. Ah, Lord, I believe. Lord, say it. Don't be quiet. He said, confession is made unto, unto. Don't, don't, don't take that, li- that word lightly. You make it and it happens. You are making it unto. It's your, it's your saying, homologia, speaking the word that lands you into salvation. If you don't speak it, salvation can happen, even though you are believed in your heart. Faith works by believing and speaking. Defy your fear, fear and speak. Speak. Keep speaking, but nothing is changing. It's the condition of your faith that is what Jesus said. Mark chapter 11. Mark eleven twenty-two. 22. It says, have faith in God. Tell someone, have faith in God. Say it again. And Pastor David, or Reverend Dr. David Entry said, have faith. Is that what he said? Who said this? Who said this? So why is it that you believe in Jesus and he said have faith in God and you still don't have faith? You choose. Have, Jesus answered and said, have faith in God. Then he breaks it down. He says that, for watch this, whosoever, okay, Verily I say unto you, whoever, say whoever, whoever, watch this, including the harlot Rahab, including the thief, the fornicator, the arm robber, including the bad you, whoever, eh, don't take it lightly, whoever says, whoever does what, whoever does what, whoever does what, so why are you so quiet? When we come to say, say, shout hallelujah, I think you are doing it for a preacher. No. 
Whoever says to this mountain, be removed and be cast into the sea, watch this, and does not doubt in his heart, but believe that those things which he those things, believe that those things which he says will be done, he shall have what? He shall have what? I can't hear you. He shall have what? He shall have what? So you see, the ball is in your hands. It's in your court. Whatever you say, he said you shall have it. Whatever you say, if you can believe in God, so that told faith is conviction in God. So your conviction must be stemmed out from what you have heard from God. You believe it and you begin to say it. You say it. You say it. You say it. You say it. They are mocking you, but God is making you. They are mocking you, but God is making you. They are mocking you, but God is making you. And a period, over a period of time, you look at yourself, you look at them, you feel sorry for them. They are so envious of you. Why? Because you chose to believe and to say for your faith to work, it must be based on God's word. For your faith to work, you must actually believe in what God has said. For your faith to work, you must defy fear. Fear will always be with you. But you have to defy fear and choose to believe God. And for your faith to work, you have to make sure you are speaking it. Just speak. Just speak. Act on your faith. Do something. Do what is in your heart. Just take a step. Some of us, when it comes to, when it's, when it's, when it comes to tithing, it is done by faith. When it comes to giving offering in church, it's done by faith. Not because someone needs your money. God forbid, that's a lie from the devil. Not because someone needs your money. But it's because you need your, the blessing of God and you are walking by faith. <laughs> if you don't believe, you can't be saved. I want to pray with somebody. I've said a lot. Because God wants to help somebody a lot. The word is near you in your heart. It's so simple. If you can believe in your heart. As I was preaching, you heard God talking to you clearly. You know you heard it. You know God has been speaking to to you through this gentleman. God has been telling you things. And today, you have made up your mind that you walk by faith. You make a choice of faith. You make a decision of faith. You want to say, Pastor, please pray with me. I am the one. I am the one. I want to take a step of faith. I want to say, Lord Jesus Come into my heart. I believe in you. Dedicated and yielded to you. If that is your genuine prayer, you know God has been speaking to you and you want me to pray with you regarding that. Can you please lift up your hands as a sign of surrenderance that you surrender to Jesus. Say, Lord Jesus, I know I am a sinner and I've sinned against you. Today, I've heard your word. I believe that you died on the cross to save me from my sins. And I invite you to come into my heart to be my Lord and my Savior. From today, I receive you by faith. And I choose to walk with you by faith. I don't care what anybody thinks. I will serve you. Thank you for this privilege. In Jesus' name, amen. Father, I thank you for my brothers and sisters. Thank you that you have purposely prepared today because of these precious ones. I bless them. I pray that they will grow strong in you and they will do exploits in you. They will, they will do exploits with, in faith. They will work by faith, grow by faith, do everything by faith and have strange testimonies pointing to your goodness. I bless them in Jesus' name. 
Thank you for listening. For more resources, please visit carriers.org or call us on 0207-740-9960. God bless you.